0: This is a message from the Word of God from the Tabernacle, the New Birth Gospel Tabernacle in St. Nevis. Be blessed by the message as we were on that day. So honor Pastor Donna and all the other ministers in the house today and all the, the leaders, all the partners here at New Birth, bring greetings to you in the name of Jesus from Ignite Church. Amen. Glory be to God. We greet you today in the mighty name of Jesus. Glory be to God. It's a good thing to give thanks unto God. And to sing praises unto his name. O Most High. Today I want to speak to you a little bit on legacy. Today I want to speak to you a little bit on legacy. You know, in all honesty, I sat down all week and I said to myself pastor you're going to birth. you better come good <laughs> and I was there and I was there like I said God what am I going to say what am I going to say to your people and he said talk about legacy he says talk about legacy and if I topic this message, I will give it the topic. Strength for the legacy. Come on, somebody hear me this morning. I say strength for the legacy. And in our minds, if I were to ask you a question, what is a legacy? What is a legacy? And while researching for the word legacy, all that I found in almost all the definitions It had something to do with money and property. Meaning that somebody left something behind so that you don't have to suffer. Somebody left something behind so that you don't have to feel like you have nothing to stand on. Glory be to God. And most of the time when we hear the word legacy, greatness comes to mind. But I want to help you understand this morning that you have also a spiritual legacy. And we have a spiritual legacy that is set before us in these two wonderful people this morning. Let me tell you something. I feel good to be connected to a legacy. I want you to preach with me this morning. In Exodus chapter 1, from verse 8, we see a story concerning the children of Israel while they were in Egypt. And the Bible says that, And the children of Israel were fruitful and increased abundantly, and multiplied and waxed exceeding mighty. And the land was filled with them. Now there arose a new king over Egypt, which knew not the legacy of Joseph. And he said unto his people, Behold, the people of the children of Israel are more mightier than we. Come on now, let us deal wisely with them, lest they multiply. And it came to pass that when they falleth, sorry, they falleth out any war. They join also unto our enemies and fight against us. And so they get into themselves, into the land. And they said, listen, in case these people multiply anymore, let's make them slaves so that they don't throw us out of our own property. Our own legacy. Therefore, they did set over them taskmasters, Sorry, to afflict them with their burdens. And they built for Pharaoh treasure's city. Pithom and Rameses. But the more they afflicted them, the more they multiplied. The more they afflicted them, the more they grew. I want to tell somebody that if you're going to be connected to a legacy, persecution is inevitable. If you're going to be connected to a legacy, you're going to go through a pharaoh experience. You're going to go through some battles. You're going to go through some setback. But I want to tell Newberg this morning that there is strength for the legacy there is strength for the journey that is ahead of us because even though the enemy is persecuting us even though the enemy is upon our backs, even though the enemy wants to pursue us the more he pursue, the more I will multiply, the more he persecute me, the more I will grow, the more you push me down, the more I will grow up, I'm reminded of that grass, they call it the Chinese French weed, the more you cut it, the the more it grows. Somebody ain't with me this morning. The more you're cutting, the more it spring up. I want to tell somebody today that there is strength for the next leg of the journey. Pharaoh thought that if he held these people in bondage that it would cause them to be stagnant. He thought that if he held them in captivity long enough. That they will give up hope on the thing that they believed in. But I thank God that he sent a man named Moses. He sent mighty God a redeemer to the children of Israel. And he said listen Moses go and look the Pharaoh square in his face. And in his eyes and look at him and say listen. Let my people go so that they can worship me. In the wilderness. Some of us in "Catch you know, you see where they was going to worship in the wilderness. They were going to worship in a place where there is no water, where there is no sustenance, where there is nothing to provide for their well-being. But God said, listen, if you trust me, God said, listen, if you trust me in the legacy, if you if you trust me in the process, if you trust me where I am taking you, God says, I will provide in a place where there is no provision. I will cause water to spring in a place where there is no water. But you have to trust the legacy. Ah. And Pharaoh, as he held the children of Israel in captivity, he didn't even ease it in. The Bible said that he was rigorous. He came in with force because he had an agenda. He had an agenda. You see what is happening in this season as the Lord spoke to me, he says to me, Bishop, That in this season I am testing my people. Because before corona, we used to survive on a crusade. before Corona corona we used to survive on convocation and worship conference before Corona we used to survive on the overseas preacher but God is saying can you fulfill the legacy when there is no hype? Can you fulfill the legacy? Can you trust the process when there is no overseas preacher? When there is no prophetic word? When there is nobody coming in and saying but can you trust the process? When you just know that I am a part of what is going on and even when the bishop is upset, I am still going to walk with the legacy, even when it's not my favorite preacher, I am still going to walk with the legacy, even when it's somebody else, I am still going to walk with the legacy. You see, some people can't build unless it's their favorite leader. Bishop, I could preach it. Some of us, some of us go upset when Bishop is upset. They say, I don't want to serve because it's Bastardana. I don't want to serve because it's Minister Henny. I don't want to serve because it's somebody else. But let me tell you something. People who are connected to a legacy, they serve in spite of who is leading you gotta serve you see I recognize in this season that nobody wants to build nothing let me tell you something about a legacy a legacy don't happen tomorrow a legacy you can't just get up and say you have a legacy I am still gonna work with a legacy You see, some people can't build unless it's their favorite leader. Bishop, I could preach it. Some of us, some of us go absent when Bishop is absent. They say, I don't want to serve because it's Pastor Donna. I don't want to serve because it's Minister Henny. I don't want to serve because it's somebody else. But let me tell you something. People who are connected to a legacy, they serve in spite of who is leading. Yeah yeah, yeah 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 you gotta serve you see I recognize in this season that nobody wants to build nothing. Let me tell you something about a legacy. A legacy don't happen tomorrow. A legacy you can't just get up and say you have a legacy. A legacy mean I have been through the water. I have been through the fire. I have been through the flood. Bishop almost thrown, but I made it. I'm broken pieces. I made it in spite of. I made it. Why? Because, I am building, I am building, I am building a legacy. How uh, some we, we, we function like, the, Bishop remember when you preach that message on the Amalek spirit, there are some of us we get, Weaken the process of the legacy and because it don't look like nothing going on now. You don't look like we have the favorite and the best. We don't have William Murphy in the house. And so as some of us start to do, we start to lag behind. We start to act feeble. We start to pull back our commitment to the ministry. Uh Bishop I could preach. It. We stop give. we stop give to the ministry. Why? Because it don't look like nothing going on. and we went on the side road a lot of them had it to say this man bring us down here to die, they said it to Moses, they said Moses we remember the meat we remember the garlic we remember the onion, we remember that was given to us in Egypt and you bring us out here to die while we was on the sideboard some people said you boy was gonna die but they don't understand we had a legacy we had something to work with we had something to go on we wasn't just coming we had a legacy You want to ask me if it's scriptural? They said it to Moses. Moses, we had everything in Egypt. We had the gold. We had water. We could have moved about as we feel like. We could have eat where we feel like. And you bring us in the wilderness to ration. Moses, what kind of leader you are. They didn't stay here. The Bible said that Moses went up in to hear from God. Let me tell you something. Some of us ask Almighty God, when the leader got missing we flip flop, flip flop flip flop because we have foundation, I want to preach you know. somebody let me go this morning oh, yeah, 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 yeah. we flip and flop the man of God only went to seek the face of God so that he can have answers to give you and as soon as he turned him back they say Aaron we bind up the Aaron spirit Aaron we have gone." we have silver, we have bronze, make unto us gods so that we can worship, the man only turn him back for five minutes and you build a god no commitment to the legacy no commitment to the work the people had a mind to work so build the walls Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. They said, they said, we don't know what has become of this Moses. Look at how they addressed the man with dishonor. We don't know what has become of this Moses. Oh God. My God. Glory to God. And the children of Israel said unto them, Would to God. We had died in the land of Egypt. Listen, listen, listen to the ungratefulness. Come on man, you're going to learn how to honor people. <laughs> after all they have helped you. Let me tell you something. Bishop I never tell you but you is the best thing that come into my life because nobody else wanted me. Everybody else pushed me on the side but I remember when I met this man of God and he looked me in the face and he said son nobody ever called me son not even my biological father he never called me son but when this man met me he said son I want to father you and I connected to a legacy. I didn't know where I was going but Trusted the process, we need to trust the process. Some of us too glad as soon as Bishop ain't put you to preach, you catch feelings. But ain't, ain't everybody could preach, so we are so we are the cleaners. Hey, so you come to church and the hey, yeah, 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 you come to church and the bathroom filthy but you want to preach in the pulpit go clean the bathroom first let me see your faithfulness let me see your faithfulness before you can come into the pulpit trust the process trust the process you come in and you walk in from outside all the grass on your foot And you come in on the rug and all the grass between the rug and you say, in here, that's here, you add to it. You help to add to the grass. But we want, everybody want, let me tell you something, you know how hard it is to be up here. But everybody want the spotlight. We're not preaching for spotlight. We're preaching because we're building a legacy. We are building a legacy. Because there's a generation behind us to come. And they need to see the power of God. They need to see the glory of God. They need to see the anointing of God. But who will build a legacy? Who would build a legacy? Who would say even when it looks like nothing going on. I am here. Bishop. Mean I am present. I am here to work. I am here to move a block. I am here to pull up the grass. Because when the people come and they say, Wow, the law looked nice, somebody was responsible for it. Yes. If all of us preach, the stage ain't big enough. And then we t- we take in turn. Lord Pastor, would I love you? Because I want to put in a few words too. Everybody waiting for a turn. After all, this is not a roller coaster pulpit. Come on. Exodus chapter 32. He says, And when the people saw that Moses delayed. To come out of the mountain, the people gathered themselves with Aaron. Start a conspiracy. But when Moses came down in his anger, I could hear Moses asking, who's on the Lord's side? Just like Jehu asked the question, who is on the Lord's side? God is only testing us in this season. To see if we are committed to the task. Bishop, let me tell you something. Be careful for those legacy killers. They come among us, right? And they are among us so long. It's like a parasite. It's like a virus. It becomes one of your cells. It camouflages itself, and so it dresses just like us. It speaks just like us. It rolls out the tongues off of its mouth just like us. It fits in and it blends in into the crowd just like us. But when the, when the, when, the, when the rubber meets the tarmac, there is no commitment. They are only here for the bread and the saltfish, or for the beef patty, or for the cook-up in the pig. Some people only come to feast. Some people only come to pull on you. But when you are looking for the commitment, they are absent in action. Legacy killers. Yes. So would you imagine you have a legacy killer in a, in a prominent place in your ministry. And they are there and they are taking a position. I have been the main leader since Birth started. And nobody moved in me. But it's just a virus. It looks alike. It smells alike. It acts alike. But it's not of the house. It is not of the vision. And so you, really, you can identify a legacy killer. A legacy killer is a person who you have to go and tell the vision all the time. But a son and a daughter of the ministry, you don't have to tell them anything. They function. They show up even when there is nothing to do. What can I do? How can I help? Where should I stand? Why? Because we are connected to the house and we are ready to serve. But in the house of God, nobody wants to build. The word of God says he has, he has given us the ability to, to pull up, to uproot, to throw down, to plant, and then to build or establish. In this season, we got to know how to stay connected to the legacy. We have to know how to stay connected. Being connected to a vision or a legacy is one of the most important aspects of anybody's life. If you're not connected to nothing, you have no direction. You don't know where you're going. You don't have an understanding of what's next. Why? Because you're not connected to anything. You're like a leaf that fell off the tree. And the wind blow it. And the wind blow it. And the wind blow it. And wherever it ends up, whatever atmosphere it ends up in, it becomes it. Some of us, the wind has been blowing us. And we are in some atmosphere where we don't belong. Because we have been disconnected from the branch. We have been disconnected from the very thing that's supposed to be supporting us, that is supposed to be giving us sustenance. A leaf only the green when it's connected. Once the leaf gets disconnected, it turns brown, it gets light. Some of us, we are discouraged because when we look around, it seems as if nothing is happening. But I want to encourage somebody this morning. I want to let you know, trust the legacy because God is getting ready to push us over into the next chapter. There is another chapter coming, but we have to get ready. We have to build ourselves because the thing that you use yesterday, the next chapter that is coming, you're going to need new grace. You're going to need new favor. You're going to need new. New wisdom and direction. Look at Joseph. Joseph wasn't around when it happened. But how would you feel? After you have built a legacy. And when you look back. You see nothing. After you have worked hard to build something. When you look back. The person who you passed it on to did nothing. It's like an irresponsible child who grew up, who had no responsibility. They didn't have to wash the plate, they didn't have to wash the fork, they didn't have to wash the clothes. But then a crisis hit. And because they were never taught anything, when, when, when the baton is passed to them, they don't know how to handle the baton. They don't know how to function in the capacity that was given to them. Because they were never taught to function. They were taught to be a consumer. You dirty somebody clean. Somebody buy you eat. And when the resources go down, somebody would buy again. But if we teach our people how to be investors. How to be people who would invest into the kingdom of God. How to invest into themselves. Spiritually and physically. Then we would have people who have an understanding as to where they are going. Joseph built a legacy for the children of Israel. But what happened is, it's not that the legacy died. I believe that Israel overstayed their welcome. When it was time for them to go, they stayed. Why? Because Egypt had bread and wheat and flour and everything possible for them to eat. The famine was over. Remember, they only went as a result of the famine. The famine was over, but they were still there. Some of us were in a strange land. You only went there to eat. The famine is over. Some of us felt like we would have died in the wilderness, but God parted the Red Sea. And cause the children of Israel. To walk through on dry ground. It means that no mud was on their feet. Why? Because all of this was a part of building a legacy. Why? So that we can have something to pattern off of. We have to walk in the legacy. We have a man of God before us. And a woman of God. Who Not. Two years, not one year, not five months, 25 plus years. I thought you would have be clapping. It means that they would have built a legacy. It means that they would have been through the down and the up of ministry they would have seen the crazy and they would have been they, they would have seen the good but they themselves had to trust the process what would have become of it let me let me give you the honest truth we wouldn't be sitting here if they had given up they had to weather the storm they had to they had, they had to take the ridicule sometimes and some of us we understand that how, how come there is nothing coming your way because somebody is sheltering you sometimes it sometimes the attack is for you, but sometimes they stand in the gap and they take the hits yeah. because that's the heart of spiritual parents. A bad parent will watch you get licked down and tell you I tell you come in the yard long time. That's a bad parent. They are not even come out and take you up. They are watching your and they say it's long time I'm talking to you. Who can't hear feel. No, a good parent would stand in the gap and say, listen, no, I can't let this happen. I would not allow it to happen. And that's the legacy that we are built upon today. First, people who have been standing under the pressure. Like jack stands, they, they had to hold up the roof even when it was crumbling. So even when you come into the house and you look around, everything looked fixed and put together. But in reality, somebody had to take the pressure. That's why it is important for us to understand why we honor men and women of God. We have to honor them. The word of God says that those who labor... And preach and teach the gospel is worthy of double honor. Double honor. That's something I want to encourage your heart. And help you to understand that we are, on a, we, we are all on a journey. We are on a journey. And not because it don't look the way you want it to look. Doesn't mean that it is not working. Something is working. Just trust the process. In name is we say something I keep. Yes. But we gotta trust the process. We can't tell something you can't walk away. Bishop I could say you can't walk away because Bishop rebuke you. Rebuke is good. I want to preach this morning. Rebuke is good. But let me tell you something. Some of us can't take rebuke because as soon as we take rebuke, Bishop, Bishop, not like me. What does it, it, it has nothing to do with him liking you or not. This is about God's work and the ministry. Whatever is good for the kingdom, if you're falling around, you fall would get rebuke. It's, it's healthy, it's good for your spirit keep you in check. Let me tell you something. You know why Rebuke is good? Because sometimes a lot of us feel like we're always right. I'm talking about legacy, you know. We're not always right. So when the man of God come and sometimes if I, I, if I know Bishop good enough, sometimes he comes so humble. Because he don't want to rough you up too bad. And he says, son, son, come on, son. you can hear it in the voice and before some of us switch and and, and tap into the spirit you see some of us are functioning in the flesh too much get into the spirit and listen to the heart of your man of God recognize that it is coming from love because whom the Lord loveth, he do what he he chastises it it means if you're a son and you're a daughter and your parents ain't talking to you something wrong Little rebuke is good. Sometimes we too comfortable we need a little shake up. Let's not hear you, you was going good this way. But all of a sudden you're going there you Now come, come back over so you know why a shepherd have a stick? You know to beat the sheep you know. When the sheep start to go out of order he do so. He use this sticker here keep it in line. You know to beat the sheep. Don't. When you get rebuked, don't feel like it, it, it's to shame you. If you're connected and you're a part of the legacy, it is to bring you into alignment. With the house and with the vision. We can't got cattle in here and chicken over there. We have to be one. We have to come into oneness with the legacy, with the vision. Look at the roof over our head. It did not go up because we were divided. It went up because we were together. No, no, no. We were connected with one cause. The building must go up. Yes, I mean so. But whenever you come into a house and you realize that there is a, this, there's a disconnect. Let's show up to cut the grass. Oh, that's me there to shop. That's me there to Wash. The cobweb them in your roof a long time, all of a sudden you recognize you have cobweb. All because the man of God asks to come to the house to lend a hand. I'm not boasting, but my attitude has always been whenever I am called, I am going. Me not got nothing else to do. And so you're wasting time trying to do the physical things. And what is important is the spiritual things, you know? The things of God is what is important. I'm not saying that you, you, you should not take a care of the affairs of your house and so. But first things first. God come first. And that's legacy. When you say, listen, I am connected to a spiritual house. A house of honor. A house of prayer. A house that has been sustaining you. Let me tell you something. When I was going to different churches, I was connected, you know. I was connected. So he, he knew all the time. If I went left, he knew. Without me saying anything, that's when you're connected. When your heart, heart cries, your father feel it. Your parents feel it. you got to be connected to what God is doing in this season. If you miss it, let me tell you something. Bishop, I believe where we are going to next. Some people will regret that they walk away too soon. Thank you Holy Ghost. Bishop there, there are some people who, who. There are some people. Who would walk back into your life because they owe you an apology. Not that you're looking for it, you know, but they they owe you one. Why? Because they knew that they walked away at the wrong time. And when they see the next phase of the house, they're going to say, I should have. I should have. I want to encourage who's here. I want to encourage who's here. Stay connected. Sometimes it's not in your favor. Stay connected. Stay plugged in. engraft yourself into the ministry. Why? Because it is important for where we are going next. The Lord gave me a word. I don't know if I remember the word. But somebody reminded me last night while we were at church. They said, Pastor? Yeah, the word team. The word team sounds simple, you know? But the law says, together, everyone accomplish more. Simple word, team. But together, everyone accomplish more. You might start a house, you know. You may only get the the floor window. Because you wanted to do it on your own. But when you start to tap in and, and agree... And come into connection with other people who have more resources than you. It's not that I'm coming to take your vision, you know. I want to help up what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. And so we, when we collaborate, and somebody say, Listen, but I could run blocks you here fighting. You have the blocks, yes, the blocks and run up in, in no time. Why? Because together. Come on, somebody said, together. Together we can accomplish much more yes. than what one man could do. One can chase a thousand. Two can put ten thousand to flight. The vision is at hand. Don't give up now. The vision is at hand. Not not tomorrow. The vision is now. The vision is now. And we gotta get connected to that vision. We've got to get connected to that vision. And I know we would have been hearing, even over at Ignite, we've been preaching the same word, build, 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 build. When it comes to building, it's a lot of work. I remember I was on a construction site, and the man them started to run the wall, and when the, when the main foreman come back, he looked down the wall, and he said, "That knock it down. Waste a whole two pallet of blocks why because the wall went so It cooked. and you know what to happen if you had to go upstairs on a cooked wall it's going to crumble on you it means that you need a nice you need a plumbing block and you got to make sure that that block is level and that one block will set the pattern for the whole structure of the building when, when one is set in order, the others have to follow. For those of us who want to function in disorder, it cannot work. One blocks. Plumb the blocks. Get your level. Should I walk with a level this morning? And if the bubble ain't in the middle, it's off. If the bubble on the level is not in the middle, it's off. New birth, ignite, we are one. It's time to build. It is time to build. It is time to move forward with the legacy. Come on, somebody give God praise and glory today. It's time to build a legacy. It's time to build a vision. I had the pivot here. My name is over there on the wall builders. (laughs) Let me tell you this and I'm closing. Bishop, if I don't believe in anything else, I believe in this. I, I, I might be a part of other things going on, but this, I believe in this. could you imagine something that helped us not because I was going to another church new birth helped to sustain me I was over there bleeding because I know where I belong but sustenance came out of this house even before all of this sustenance came out of this house to me And I could have been ungrateful walk away and said no thanks but I trusted it I was down you know I was down I was in, a, I was in positions when like I feel like, like but if, if, if me make the transition now I'm going out of this thing when the man of God called me he said listen switch over the time is now switch over I said Jesus thank you Because let me tell you something, the the water was here. It was already over my head, but sustenance came out of this house. And it saved me. If I don't believe in anything else, I believe in this legacy. My question is what about you? Do you believe? Do you believe that in, in years to come we're gonna look back at the pictures and say, "Look, look when we was there. And look at how we have grown." Somebody reminded me. They say, "Pastor, don't look at who's coming. Look at the lives that you are changing." You see, because it's it's not about crowd. It's about making an impact on those who are coming. You see, because church don't go because of good preaching. Church go because of a good experience. And if you come and you had a good experience and you go back and you tell somebody about the experience, what would start to happen? You see what is happening? Growth. Because of the experience. He said, listen, don't watch the crowd. Follow the cloud. Look at the lives that you are changing and impacting. If it's only two, you would have made an indelible mark in history. New birth, get connected to the ministry. Get connected to the legacy. Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to the full version of a message preached at the New Birth Gospel Tabernacle Church. Feel free to follow the ministry on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at NewBirthSKB. God bless you and have a wonderful day.